Welcome to the Aquarian Living Podcast. I am Naomi Richardson, your host. I am a Kundalini Yoga teacher, life and meditation coach, and I am here to create a connection with others who live mindfully through the practice of Kundalini Yoga, wellness, and spirituality. Welcome to episode six. This is the first episode of the new year. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but I did have to skip a week. I'm so hard on myself. I hated doing that, but um, there was just a lot going on and I'm not perfect. So I had to skip a week. I think the last episode was on New Year's Eve. So I hope everybody is having a good new year and they're making it through the month of January. It's pretty much already the end of January. So I just hope everyone is doing well. Um, So our first guest of the new year is Tyler Traficanti. She is the other co-owner of Kundalini Yoga Denver. In our last episode, we interviewed Rich, who is the other owner. Um, I was so grateful that she got to sit down with me and I got to ask her questions about her journey and about her interior design. She's so graceful and so beautiful. And I just loved talking to her. It was really fun and it was such a great conversation. And we actually got to do it at the studio at Kundalini Yoga Denver, such a beautiful space, such a good vibe that she decorated. And, um, It was great. Um, So let's go ahead and begin. Hi, everyone. I'm here today with Tyler Traficanti. She's a Kundalini yoga teacher, co-owner of Kundalini Yoga Denver, and also an interior designer. Exactly. Anything else you want to add? And a mom. And a a mom. mom too. I teach meditation. You teach meditation? What kind of meditation? Um, All different different kinds. Yeah. okay. That's awesome. Um, and uh, I also rep beauty counter makeup. Oh, you do? <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> I know people are like, that's weird, but I'm like, I love the oh, brand and no, everything. Oh, no, no, no. Well, that's so, why your skin is so beautiful. Well, you know, I love I love the skincare stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so how has the New Year been treating you? Have you had a good New Year's? or? I've had a really good New yeah, Year's. Good. I was telling someone that um, I feel like so many people have been feeling like end of the world and whatever but I feel like it's just like such an exciting new time and Mm -hmm. and I've just been feeling a lot of joy and uh really grounded good it's been really good good for me yeah people have either had a really great time or a rough one already yeah you know rough one for me yet (laughs) knock on wood that's awesome (laughs) that's awesome all right so usually how I start the interviews is um I like to hear about your background where you grew up and what were you like when you were little um I'm an army brat oh so I grew up in um all over but um the majority of my time is in uh Germany oh awesome. so I speak German and uh went to German schools um and but I'm from Alabama Ah. Like my whole family is really like multi-generational from there. Oh, wow. I know. know that. I know. It's a little unique side bit. Yeah. Did you grow up with any religion? Uh, yes. Episcopalian. Mm-hmm. Oh, And really? going to church every single Sunday, yeah. Sunday school, yeah. confirmation. Oh, wow. So did you enjoy it as a child um, or was it like, I have to go? 
Did you feel I'm spiritual to think, as a child? Yes. So I, yeah. I've always been very spiritual. And I, I think there was a little bit of, ugh, I don't want to go. <laughs> but what I, I think I appreciate, maybe it's hindsight now, is the, um, it's like a starting point mm-hmm. that I have a lot of uh, information, you know, of organized religion that I find really interesting. And for me, it was just like a jumping off point to then yeah. go explore my spirituality, um, you know, in my probably in my early teens, even like, I mean, it's when I really started, you know, going down this, this, um, this road of, yeah, of seeing what else was out there besides the, you know, the spoon fed dogma of organized religion. How did your parents feel about that? Were they Um, pretty strict or were they open to other types of religion? So they both were Episcopalian? Episcopalian. Episcopalian. Yeah. It's Catholics without the guilt. (laughs) That's how you remember it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I remember I sent my son to Episcopalian, um, preschool. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's, um, I think my mom was more, um, uh, closed, um, back then. And now she's like all, she's still very involved in the church, Mm -hmm. but really open to all sorts of things. I mean, she's done taken on Kundalini Kriyas for Lent, you know, and I'm like, Oh, I love that. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So like, I mean, she's just very open. And I think my dad not open. So he wasn't, he was not, no, <laughs> is not an open human. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just very strict to his yes. things. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have brothers and sisters? I have two little sisters and, and what I was, is their spiritual. Are they still my doing? middle sister is very spiritual mm-hmm. and my younger sister is not really. Oh, yeah. um, no. <laughs> so they're, um, 11, my baby sister's 11 years younger oh, than I am. Wow, yeah. So it's like a different family. And then oh, my yeah. middle sister's five years younger. Oh. Um, and she's actually gone back to the church, which I think mm. is sort of interesting. Yeah. But you know, to each his yeah. own. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. everybody wants to feel included in something or everybody's searching for something. Agreed. So what was your kind of lead to Kundalini? Um, so I've always loved uh, yoga. It mm-hmm. took me a while to figure out what the right one was for me. Yeah. So like 20 years ago um, <laughs> in Vail, I would get up at, you know, 530 and go to this yoga class, mm-hmm. which was much more, you know, westernized in its workout. Yeah. And then um, then I moved to the desert um, from Vail, um, mm-hmm. Palm Springs. Uh, pregnant Ooh, in oh, August. Wow. Oh yeah. Not, oh. <laughs> I was and, uh, oh yeah, the desert. No, not great. <laughs> no, not, not my favorite pregnant. place, but, um, that I couldn't, I wanted to do yoga. And so like, I would go to these, um, old lady yogas cause they didn't really have anything yeah. for young mothers. <laughs> and, uh, so it was a lot about breath. And then I got hold of a, um, a tape. And so I would do this tape and it's so funny looking back now, it was Gromuk. And she was my first <laughs> and I would, I would do this tape all the time and we would, you know, all this breathing. Yeah. And so when I had my oldest who's 17 and a half now, like, it's so interesting. Like, I mean, the way I was able to breathe and go within, in my opinion, mm-hmm. was directly related to the yoga. So then I took a break cause you know, you have new kids and everything's a little bit crazy. And I have a friend when we moved back to Denver who was like, Oh, you need to go try this kind of yoga. Awesome. And, uh, I remember walking into Siri Karm's first class <laughs> it's and funny. she's, she broke everybody, everybody. In yeah. <laughs> and then I remember walking in and then leaving and being like, that's the weirdest thing I've ever done in my entire life. Wow. I feel good. Yeah. 
And that was sort of it. So that's probably been, um, you know, 14 years ago. Yeah. Um, and um, 13, so 14. Cool. And so then I was going every week to that Tuesday noon class forever. <laughs> and I remember her saying, I think it's time for you to go to teacher training. And I was like, I don't think I can do that. <laughs> so that's sort of how it just all then began. Oh, that's so, so cool. Yeah, it was pretty I cool. I love that. Everybody was in Denver and everybody went to City Cottom's class. Exactly. So at cool. Samadhi. At Samadhi. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's so cool that they've kept that class yeah. going. I wish they'd add another I Kundalini class, but that they do. We well have this one. here now. And then we have this. So this is okay. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um, I had a question and then I forgot it while you were speaking. Okay. Maybe it'll come it'll back. Come, <laughs> yeah. So you talked a little bit about doing other, you teach meditation too. I do. Um, what other spiritual modalities do you practice? Um, well, I meditate every single day. Mm-hmm. Like and that's do you my do Kundalini or you do different ones. I do different ones. Mm-hmm. So for a long time, it was Kundalini all the mm-hmm. time, yeah. every day. And, um, and I love Kundalini. It always, just brings me back to me. The breath is, um, well, it's life giving and, you know, it cleans you and it grounds you and all these things. So Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. But there have been times where, um, the mantra and, um, that kind of stuff will get and the movement will get in a way of me sinking really deeply into meditation. Mm -hmm. So that's why I started, um, sort of, um, doing some mindfulness, different guided ones. Um, so it, it's not really, it's really more of a self-practice, but I, I'm, I'm sitting on the mat every morning and, yeah. you know, yeah, you're doing it 30 minutes. <laughs> and then I, you know, and then yoga, I, um, forever was only Kundalini. Um, and I, um, recently have been taking class from a guy who, um, I don't want to say mix because I know that's such a. <laughs> well, I think in other types of yoga, it's okay. It's it is not as strict. Yeah, he's as a Kundalini, Kundalini teacher, oh. but he doesn't teach. He also teaches flow, and so he'll take in his like if he's teaching Kundalini class, he's very strict. Because does he teach a Kundalini class at Samadhi? Um, he no, he teaches at oh, yoga class. Oh, okay. Um, Yoga Pod uh, Lowry is where I've taken oh, these classes. Okay. And so he'll do these flow, but he'll then mix in the breath of Kundalini mm. and it just speaks to my soul. Yeah. <laughs> so I love the breath work. I think that's so yeah. great. So I've been doing different things like that. Um, cool. You know, every now and then I'll go to church. <laughs> to me, what do they say? The cafeteria Catholic, the person that will go and pick pieces, you know, that speak to you. To me, it doesn't matter how you connect to source. It's about connecting to source. So you use yeah. what speaks to you. Oh yeah, that's beautiful. And I believe truly in that. I was listening to, um, I don't know, it was some hip hop song that someone posted the other day, but it was all about like Jesus and go to church at the end of it. And I was like, it made me want to go to church. Yeah. Like I was like, hell yeah. And amen. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And it was like, yeah, I was, I'm so much more open. That's how I feel too to other I'm like everybody's just searching for something like I right. said before and everybody just wants to belong and if I they totally believe in one thing I mean I think people get a little bit close-minded with what they believe because I mean there wouldn't be all these things if they all didn't exist exactly <laughs> so well and they all I mean when you start looking at all the, a lot of the different things really mm-hmm 
are almost all the same. Where you're like, you're like, oh, it's just a different way of seeing it or saying it or looking at it. And so like, it just really, just whatever speaks to you. I mean, it's like food. It's like anything, music, you know, different things speaks to your soul. And, and if you can um, be true to yourself and, and to me, that's what the spirituality does is like, it allows you to if you're aware, not everybody, some people like to be spoon fed, but like for me, i work a lot on awareness. Mm-hmm. And so if you have that awareness, then you're able to walk down different paths and say, well, that was yeah. interesting. I find that super cool. Yeah. And I kind of think that's where that starts is awareness. Once you kind of have the awareness that you need to grow or something's wrong or yeah. whatever that you, then that's when you become more open to things. And like, sadly, so many people out there are still not aware and very close minded, but that's what I was thinking about. Um, I left Kundalini last year and I started doing TM. Yeah. And I was talking a little bit about it in my last episode. I did a solo episode. I interviewed myself. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) But I was talking about how in the training, it was so like for the people, there was like no spirituality. I was like, where's the Maharishi? (laughs) Like, but you know, they're speaking to the general public, I think. And I was like, you know what? I, I think it's awesome because I met so many people there that I would have never been like, oh, you're a meditator, you know? So I was like, if you can meditate, I don't care how you learn it, like get on the mat every day. And I thought it was great that they kind of didn't make it too spiritual. Like for us, we love this spirituality, but some people are really turned They're off. They're really by turned it. off. So that's sort of what I've been doing. Um, I, um, uh, I sort of did it the same way. Like when I started teaching, I was like, oh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm just going to jump off the deep end and try it and um and have grown into my <laughs> teaching ability yeah. and my love of it. Yeah. Um but I've done that with this meditation gathering I've been doing. Um I just started it a few months ago and I cool. thought, "Oh, I don't know enough." And then I thought, "You know what? I know something, so I'm going to share what I know." Yeah. And a lot of it has been breath and just getting people to sort of sit and be quiet for 11 minutes and they're always like, "Wait, we did 11 minutes?" And yeah. I'm like, "That's what we're working on here." Yeah. And so I find it's um it isn't you can't always speak the, you know, the woo-woo as my husband says language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that it needs to be like, "Okay, We'll just focus back on that breath. It's yeah. okay that your mind wandered. You're human. Yeah. Now just meet yourself where you are. So many yeah. people want to be this um, this ideal, you know, uh, perfection, which yeah. isn't real. It's not real. <laughs> and and then yeah. they say, well, I can't do that. And it's like, well, absolutely you can. Yeah. So yeah, I'm trying to start an online program. It's kind of like a meditation coaching. So yeah. it's like first you just make a space, right. like a sacred space, and right. then you sit in it uh-huh. and just sit in it and see how it feels. Do you want to add something? And then do a meditation for a I minute. Love that. And then the next week do it for three minutes, right? you know, and just like journal, just whatever, have little prompts. How did you feel afterwards? What did you think? I love that. What did you think you did wrong? What did you think you did right? So yeah, just teaching people that it is so possible. Everybody has three minutes a day. Everybody. There's no excuses. Right. <laughs> like, and then you start to enjoy it. And then it's like brushing your teeth or and you putting do on your mascara. Uh-huh. It's like, yeah, you want well, to do it. Well, somebody had a friend, um, 
who, uh, Rich actually, he said yeah. at some point, um, it goes from discipline to devotion. And yes. he's so right. And oh, then he said it beautiful. years ago. And it is beautiful mm-hmm. because, you know, in the beginning, any habit is like you have to be disciplined to sit on that mat every single day. Mm-hmm. But then it, it shifts to, oh, I can't wait. Yes. And that's how I, I you know, I've shifted there. And, you know, I've done 90-day meditations in Kundalini. I've done 90-day Kriyas, different things. Yeah, um, and those are fun. And those are fun, and I will still do them, and they're going to come to me. Um, you know, I practice Kundalini once a week. I always practice what I'm going to teach. Um, we were talking about I love to figure out a class that would work with my schedule, but it just mm-hmm. doesn't fully work just yet, so that's okay. It, yeah. It's still. And then I do other two other meta, uh, yoga classes, and so oh, it's like nice. this. It's a it's a constant for me. Like yeah. I, I I feel differently if I don't yeah have that. Yeah, I feel so much better now that I came back to Kundalini because I left it for a year. I don't know. It was one of those things. TM just kept coming up, and I was like, this must be a sign. Like, yeah. Why does it keep coming up? And I just was really just interested so but But I also think like that idea I left it you know I've there's been times in my life where it has um uh, maybe not been as prominent Mm -hmm. I don't know if I've left it or I would like to say I don't feel like it's ever left me yeah it's something within you that um even if it's like riding that bike right you know you, you maybe didn't haven't ridden for a few years but you get on it and you're like oh I know how to do this. And I feel the same with with Kundalini that um, at times I might be more, um, you know, in the forefront, Mm -hmm. but it is, um, it's always within me. And because of that um, amazing foundation, because I think Kundalini is very special and Mm -hmm. very um, grounding and um, expanding, Mm -hmm. that because of that foundation, I believe that so many other things come to us and allow us to expand and grow even further. And it's always in there. I like to sort of think of it like a language. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Mm -hmm. And Rich and I were talking about it too, because we were like, TM is so easy. Yeah. We were like 20, because like at first I was like 20 minutes a day, twice a day. How the hell? It was so easy. Yeah. Like you could do it in the car, in the airport. Like right. I literally did it in the airport one day with my sunglasses on. No one knew I was doing right. it. But then I went back to Kundalini and that 11 minutes is so hard. Yeah. You it's know? much, it moves a lot more. Yeah. And like, I just feel, I was like, oh, I'm home. <laughs> That's how I feel about Kundalini. I'm mm-hmm. home. I'm home. Yeah. I just came back and I was like, okay, this is it. And even my friend, she's, she doesn't do it regularly, but she's like, you stopped doing your Kundalini. You needed it then. Like she even noticed, yeah. you know, so my family notices it when I don't do it. Yeah. My dad was so funny. He's like, it was like four years ago when I started it. Cause he's from New Mexico. Mm-hmm. So he used to see the Sikhs and everything mm-hmm. walking around, but he didn't really know, but he's like, you seem so happy and just like really grounded. He's like, are you in a cult? <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not. He's like, I didn't think so. I just had to just kind of ask. Yeah, he was like, just in case. Don't ever Google it, by the way, because it does. <laughs> oh, I went down that wormhole. I did too. <laughs> I went down that wormhole, that one guy saying all that oh, stuff. It's the I'm one like, guy. That's not one, one and he's, guy. And he's really he's, upset. <laughs> he's really upset. I don't know what happened there. But he's really Before upset. teacher training, I, I asked Rich. We, I didn't know him. We're driving down to... Um, um, 
down to Crestone and I said, do you think it's a cult? And he said, I don't know. It could be. He said, let's have a safe word. So we had a safe word <laughs> in case it was that we would get in the car and leave. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I know in my training, our first white tantric, me and my partner, we were like, I feel a little culty now, but in a good way. <laughs> it's a, it's a good way. I really believe yeah, that. So. Yeah. And he's not a Yogi Bhajan isn't alive anymore. We're, there's no one telling us to do anything. No, we're well, he always our... said, yeah. don't follow me, follow the teachings. Exactly. And it was the choice of the people that were maybe at the time needing to follow him a little more. Exactly. So it is what it is. Yeah, it's so funny. It I is just funny. had to bring that up. I know, my dad I was like, are you Nicole? He said it so matter-of-factly. So like, funny. Okay, let's see. Okay, so you kind of already answered this, but um, what meditation and or Kriya are you currently doing? Um, I love I am I am. Oh, so I I do different variations of it, but like different songs. But the idea of constantly trying to live into my I amness, <laughs> so to speak. Awesome, a kriya. Um, you know I do different kriyas. I mean I my favorite of course is the um, uh, elevation. You know uh, I mean that's such a that's that's my go to yeah. when I feel like I want to just really really feel the energy move i always go to kriya for elevation so good but um today we did prana apana balance you know mm-hmm. i i i do a lot through the um heart centered um yeah. the workbook it's like when i download it i love it mm-hmm. so it's a lot of heart stuff i feel I like all the guru t- uh, guru Rattan stuff yeah well and i think that the world is um maybe missing love. And so anytime I can teach things about hearts and love and I love the love is love meditation. Have you done that one? I don't, I don't know if that one. I'll have to send it to you. It's a great yeah, one. Yeah. And it's great yeah. music too. Yeah. I have it, that one downloaded. I want to get the actual book. Yeah. It's I great. never look at it. I forget about it because yeah. it's downloaded. Mm-hmm. So you kind of answered your favorite mantra. I am, I am, I am, I am. I am. I am. Yeah. I am, I am, I am. <laughs> and that <Okay>. is that. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I know. Um, okay, so if you could recommend a person, a teaching, a book, something that's really influenced you in the Kundalini world. Um, I don't know if you have yeah. ever. This is one of my favorites. And I am a woman. I am a woman. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, I can't even remember her name. They call her I know, the I Black just... Madonna, I want to say. <laughs> or it's so weird, but I don't know. Doesn't feel culturally oh right. That I know. Why can't I think of her name? Right um, I just looked at a video. It's of not Sat. No, she's the uh-uh. Karakalsa. She's Kar. Is she uh, Sat? She's not Sir Karakalsa. No. Well, anyways, it's I am a woman. If you look look at that, you yeah. can't miss it. Um, Why doesn't it have her name on the cover? No, it doesn't. That's so weird. Um. And the other one, I mean, I love the sadhana guidelines. Yeah, that's one that most people recommend. Yeah, it's, it's a such good a good one. Um, and then this one's actually sort of, these are two new ones that I just got out of um, Dial Singh's. Um, uh, he's a little bit of a hoarder, but he had a lot of cool I stuff. Heard, yeah. <laughs> but these were, so the Kundalini for, for Yoga for Youth and Joy has had, oh. got some really great stuff in it. I think I have this one, but it's the newer yeah, version. Yeah, so that's obviously an old one, but yes, I love that's that. Yeah, so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I don't know if you've ever done this one. Um, This is all about your chakras 
and it's oh, super no, duper I cool. I don't have this one. The Kundalini Yoga Experience yeah. is what we're talking about. Yes, sir. And then we also were talking about Kundalini Yoga for Youth and Joy. Yep. And then I am a woman. And I am a woman, and I will put her name in the show notes. We're both having a brain fart right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't remember her name. So okay. those are the, the ones I, I love. Experience. Some of the ones I love. Yeah, I almost have every book, but I don't I know. have that one. This is worth okay. getting because okay. it's fun because then you could like – what I love is the different chakras because they're also yeah. important and it's good to open them up. And they use them in everything. And everything. And everything. I mean, that's really what it's about. What about that mantra um, book? I, I've been wanting to get the mantra book. Oh, it's cool. It I keep is. this in my teacher training at all time because when you go um, to me, like I'll know different mantras and I'll say, oh, you know, like whatever, Pavana Guru, you know, it'll, yeah. it'll say, but it's like, it tells you a little bit more about it, how to spell it. I'm a really visual person being mm-hmm. an interior designer. Yeah. So a lot of times I want to see how to spell it. Am I understanding it? Mm-hmm. Because there's something about seeing it that commits it to my memory. Yeah. Um, Let's talk a little bit more about your interior designing. Yes. How do you go into that? Are you very spiritual about oh, that? Yeah. Do you feng shui? I am a feng shui you, practitioner. Oh, I've oh, got, you'll have to do my house. I would love to. I definitely... Um, I'm definitely an intuitive, um, person about how the energy flows and, and Mm -hmm. always have been even before I went down the feng shui, um, rabbit hole. But, um, (laughs) to me, uh, peace and balance and harmony within your home is the most important Mm -hmm. for you, your family, you know, those that come and and share, you know, the energy of your space. And so um, going into a home, um, you know, like with lots of clutter, I just had a sweet friend that I was just helping. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of clutter in the kitchen. And I was like, we got to get this out. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's, it's gotta feel better. Like you don't realize all the stuff that you're holding on to and what then it doesn't allow the newness to come in. I'm mad about that. I'm kind of a high struggle between minimalist and maximalist. Me too. And I'm very, I'm very, um, I do hold on to things, things that were sentimental. I'm a very sentimental person. I I do too. And I am too. I find that people that mm-hmm. are sentimental want to hold on to more. Mm-hmm. If you can look at it and realize you still have the memory a lot of times, um, but sometimes you have to hold on to it. I mean, I have a bin of clothing that are, you know, it's one bin. I'm only going to ever allow it to be one small bin. That's good. And it's things that, you know, I have things from high school. I have mm-hmm. things from here and there, you know, yeah. that are important. Um, and I just wonder, you know, I have a big house now and I wonder as I um, downsize, which I'm mm-hmm. planning on doing when my mm-hmm. children are yeah. gone very shortly, yeah. will what will be the pieces that make it through? And mm-hmm. I want to love, use, or need it. And that's how I look at most things in my life. See, I need to be better about that. The clothes thing, because I used to be in fashion design and I love the always been a fashionista, <laughs> but I've been better about getting rid of yeah. stuff. And I've even done that. Oh my God, I can't believe I got rid of it. Kind yeah. of rejection too. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, why did I do that? But then I'm like, you didn't need it. Well, if you got rid of it, there was something about it that you didn't want anymore. And I've been better about getting over, like being, oh God, I can't Well, the universe tests you. So you yeah. have to know oh, that. God, well, that um, it, um, the universe doesn't like, um, nature does not like a vacuum. So like, let's say you clear off 
this and that, and it's nice and clean. If you notice like, you know, the top of a, an armoire, I mean, a, a credenza, right? It's mm-hmm. nice and clean. It's totally mm-hmm. clean. And then you'll notice that, um, things will start creeping back in on that space that you've just cleaned off. And you almost have to um, set an intention around, this is going to stay clear like an altar. I'm going to put this one beautiful vase here, and this is what is going to live here and nothing else. Yeah, and so that's good. It is. It's an interesting thing. It's the intention. Little tidbit, the intention. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, my dad too, he's got a really big house and he's kind of a hoarder, but I, you know, he grew up really poor. A lot of people, um, well, you look at like people from the, um, the depression, right? Yeah. And so um, he doesn't keep like plastic bags. It's all like good stuff, but like, cause he owns a store. So someone will be like, will you give me 20 bucks for this? It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. He'll be like, sure, sure. Cause he wants to help right. them. But now he's got this thing. He has all these things and it's just I believe that generation so me. I don't know how old he is yet if he's, he's baby, boomer, baby yeah, boomer yeah yeah so there's something about that generation and things defined um that generation and I would say you know I'm gen x and I would say Me things too. also defined our generation because we sort of learned from our parents yeah but I do believe as we're moving um uh, further into, you know, this more enlightened world. Cause I do believe more and more people are, are becoming more enlightened. I think yeah, things are defining too. us less and it's more about the experiences and how do we need all these items and the items that we have then take on more significance and more importance mm-hmm. because they're really special and yeah. that's a cool thing. Yeah. And see, I love that when people have those minimal houses and everything's totally, <laughs> yeah, like that intentional thought. Like it's I, I aspire, <laughs> I aspire, but I remember one time I did the minimalist uh-huh. thing and I went on vacation and I came home and I was like, doesn't feel like anybody lives here. So there's to me warmth that need that yeah. comes from um, the well because every item has energy, mm-hmm. and so you want to have that energy. So it's really about just being thoughtful. I mm-hmm. mean, really, life is about being thoughtful. Yeah. And so to me, interior is about being thoughtful. Mm-hmm. And so you want to have the warmth. You want to have some things. When it's too austere, it feels really cold and hard and not very welcoming. Yeah. And that's so what it was. I went too. Ex- I'm either all or nothing. Right. <laughs> A lot of times, I'm like too much so of that. Not enough. <laughs> Um, I heard this once that, and this is me, I collect, um, painting portraits of people. That's super cool. (laughs) It's cool, but they tend to be mostly women. And I saw some feng shui something and she's like, well, you know, I went to this woman's home and she's, she's been single forever and she had all these women, women. Yeah single portraits of women on her wall. I'm like, is that me? It could be me. So, uh, you need to get some portraits of couples. Twos. Think of two birds, Mm -hmm. two balloons. Yeah. Twos. Couples. Yeah. Everything is single. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. So I've been like, I love my paintings. I'm not going to get rid of them, but I was like, there's something. Bring that in and make sure it's not living in your love corner, which is Let's say you walk in your my front litter door. box was in my love corner. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's always good to have. I move it as far away right. from the, cor- it has to be in there. It's okay. Sometimes we have that. I it as far right. away from the corner as I possibly right. <laughs> And then maybe you need to do something like, um, 
put a, um, make sure you have, uh, something very doubly in their reds, mm. you know, and maybe a mirror on the outside of the litter box or around it to get oh. it away from it or something to, that's a good idea, plant to grow around it. Like they have different things that you can for sure hide yeah. it and fix I it. I just need you to come over because, I will. and you know, too, when you say like, you walk into the room, the love corner could be something different. It can. So I can, might have it wrong. Because my house, I would live in a Denver square. Right. So it's very square, but they did an add-on. So I'm like, is that my love corner? That might that just add on That my might love be, um, it depends. We You have to look okay. at it. And yeah. there's different kinds of feng shui. You know, the... Um, I looked at the bot. Bagua? Bagua, yeah, yeah. Bagua, uh-huh. yeah. So like That's the black hat feng shui is like all about orientation with... Um, you know, landscape and you need to make mm. sure you have the, the river flowing, you yeah. know, here and this and that, but that's not really very realistic. And yeah. so I um, to have water in no, certain areas. No. I mean, it's yeah. good to have water, but you can always create it in different ways. Um, I follow um, Denise Lynn's intuitive um, oh. um, feng shui. It See, ma- I like the intuitive. It makes so much more sense to me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, then we can do it anywhere in here. Like, for mm-hmm. example, you know, our prosperity corner is where our oh, altar is yeah. in here. And this is our relationship yeah. corner. Yeah. Um, and by the way, she decorated yeah. Kundalini Yoga Denver and it's beautiful. Thank you. And has good energy. Thank you. We, <laughs> we try and keep it good. Yeah. No, it always we loved is. it. It always is. And it's in a church. I know I've. I talk about Kundalini Yoga nice. Denver probably in every episode, but I'm like, it's in a church. Um, I'll tell you the story. When I first came to Denver looking, I already knew I was going to do my teacher training, but we were looking for a house and I drove by this place. Oh. It was when the church was still white. Too, oh, and yeah. I was like, what is that place? That's oh so my God. Cool. And then I was kind of obsessed with it. And we ended up not finding a house uh-huh. over here. There was literally one house for sale when we were looking. I know. But then I did my training, and then we finished our training here, here. and then I ended up teaching here. That's so, it so was awesome. Like so serendipitous. It was very cool. So, But I saw it before. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Already so drawn to it. I was already drawn to it. Yeah. Happens. Yeah, it was so cool. I know. But yes, I'll have you come over. Please, I, I would love to. Is so bad. So bad. Um, no more single ladies. No. <laughs> you- I haven't bought any more, but I do. You'll be like, oh, Oh we're just gonna add some maybe we'll like like tape on a man next to one of the single ladies that's a good idea yeah you can do lots of fixes that's a good idea it's that's about setting so the intention because wherever you set that intention the energy mm-hmm. will flow you have to remember oh yeah that. and i and peep having um portraits on your fireplace i yeah. heard don't do that um that one doesn't bother everything. me as it doesn't much. i took i had my mom i had a painting of my mom i took it off yeah it, that doesn't bother me as much. The single okay. ladies, I'm like, yeah. Yay. <laughs> well, I did put a picture of a couple up Good. recently, Good. like on my vision board. I'm like, a couple. Yeah. It's actually Paul and Linda McCartney. But they are vision. They're they are couple like, goals. I mean, why not? They're my like uh, relationship expanders. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Okay. Moving Take on. <laughs> okay. This is a good one. What is your advice for someone who wants to start their own holistic business? Because everybody's really, it's awesome. It that is awesome. People are being able to actually have a business being a yoga instructor or making tinctures, like whatever it exactly. is. Exactly. You know? I think that um, for me, it's about really... Um, 
finding something you love and just going with it Mm -hmm. and being true to yourself. I think so often we feel that we need to, um, uh, come in with, um, I mean, I think it's good to have a plan. I mean, don't get me wrong, but like sometimes we think we have to know it all and we have to have the entire, um, business plan completely worked out and it's going to look like this in five years and da, da, da. Goals are good. Mm -hmm. Uh, a general plan, but sometimes when we're too rigid, then you don't allow for the, um, the universe to, um, unfold its beautiful secrets and Mm -hmm. and gifts to you. I like the general idea, the general thoughts, um, the general plans. And maybe it's like, I'm going to, you know, you know, abundance is your thing. You need, I'm going to make such and such amount of money by this, this, that's a a goal, but how I'm going to get to that point Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be so rigid. So I think that's important. And, um, and I think just really, um, constantly being true to yourself and knowing mm-hmm. that those doubts and those fears are okay, but you can do it. Um, you know, being a yoga teacher for many mm-hmm. means you're teaching a lot, a lot of classes, yeah. <laughs> but can you figure out how to like, um, grow, um, um, that in a different way, the tinctures, yeah. the this and that. Yeah, you know. book or right. Go online, do online. That's what online. You online can do is super online amazing. Online classes. I, I nerd out on online courses yeah. all the time. Those I master classes. <gasps> I haven't committed yet. I haven't I, either, but I'm like, there's three or four that I'm like the David Sedaris one. Yeah, I saw uh, that because I'm trying to write a memoir oh, this year, and he's great. Well, I've been trying to do it for the last. <laughs> 12, 15 years, but this year I'm really, and someone was like, you need to do the David Sedaris one. Yeah. Yeah. Those master. I think they're pretty neat. I also feel like, um, this, um, um, it's funny. I, I mean, I go back to this meditation gathering. Cause I was like, I'm just going to dip yeah. my little toe into this because I kind of feel like that's my direction. That's sort of, I design's always going to be in my life. I love yeah. design. It's yeah. just who I am. Probably like fashion's always yeah. in your life. Yeah. It is who you are. Yeah. Um, and I'm always helping people and doing this and that. But what I'm finding with the meditation component, like of bringing it to the masses, because I really want to like go into people's businesses and, and I want it to be something that becomes mm-hmm. really, um, co- you know, commonplace. I think that the, the more you stay true to who you are, um, what I find is I'm a tr- I keep attracting all these different people that are, it's mm-hmm. just so oh, I had no idea that, you know, and it's just, it's that unfolding. That's really what it is. It's, it's truly staying your course and, and doing your work and your practice. Yeah. That is to me how then the holistic businesses really work. And the Mm -hmm. ones that are the most successful, you know, I mean, if you look at something that's uber successful, like Goop, right. With Gwyneth Paltrow, like she's pretty true to herself, even Mm -hmm. when she has some pretty major critics, you know, Oh yeah. and yet she's like, it's okay. Yeah. She's like, I don't care. I don't care. I feel good. This is how I'm supposed (laughs) to be and how I'm supposed to be of service to others. Mm -hmm. Because I think if we look at these holistic practices, really the bottom line is how can I help others and be a light? And that's something to keep in mind. Am I going to make money along the way? I can. Yeah. That might be what uh, happens for me, you know, but it's other, you know, it's, it is about serving. Yeah. That's so great. Mm-hmm. There's so many good points in there. Cause like, yeah, comparison, uh, comparison, comparing yourself to others. And yeah. yeah, that's another big one that I always bring up because that can just make you feel Horrible. awful. But, and then 
I find when I do that, I'm not being my true self. I'm You're like, not. I'm not wanting to copy, but I'm like thinking I'm being inspired, mm-hmm. but I'm really not. I you agree because I'm not doing my own thing. Um, yes, and having a, I think a daily practice and an attention for your business and who you want to serve and how you can be of service. That's another thing that I need to do this year. That's one of my main. In- Tensions is Seva. Like I just need yep. to go volunteer yeah. somewhere. I'm always like, oh, I can't. I don't have the time. But this uh, is uh, super cool. Like to me, this is such. I mean, like what you're doing right now is being of service to people. This is so yeah. unique. Yeah. I yes. And my, I know my therapist is like, keep doing it. You're totally helping people. You are. And I'm like, okay, but like I actually want to like. Take it even further. Take it even further. Like, yeah, like feed someone. Right. <laughs> you know, or like help someone read or learn how to read or just, yeah, take you know, it further. I yeah. think that um, one thing is women also, this just sort of popped into my mind. So my kids are 15 and 17 mm-hmm. and you have a seven-year-old. Yeah. So there's a difference. Yeah. When they were seven, it's, it's a lot still. And you yeah. have to... Um, remember as a woman, sometimes we were like, well, I've got to do this. I've got to do this. I want to do this. And we're so busy doing that. We forget to just be. And, mm-hmm. and that being, and that gentleness is being kind to ourselves and being, um, you know, self-care, taking care of ourselves. Like, yes, mm-hmm. it'd be great if you could go out and save <laughs> the world and serve everybody, yeah. but know that if you set the intention, hopefully something will come to you and it, up, it needs yeah. to be just small in the beginning because that smallness can really grow. And, you know, I'm on, um, a couple of boards here in Colorado and, and it's, it's super interesting. Like, you know, I never did that when the kids were little, it was too much. And then it was like, I've got to do this. And so when the time is right, because there's, there's language around beating ourselves up. I'm not doing enough. Oh, I'm so hard on myself. We all are. I think women, women, it's, you know, men too, but I think women in particular feel that we need to be the best mothers, the best, you know, um, Mm -hmm. business women, the best yogis, the best. We can have it all. And and yes, but something's giving and, Mm -hmm. you know, you, and it might be you and it might be your children. It might be your family. It might be whatever. And so um, enjoying life and being a, a, a light within life is really important. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so. so beautiful. That is so true. That is so true. Um, and I do, I'm so much better about, I'm not going to do anything today. And that's okay. And it's okay. I'm, it's hard yeah. though. <laughs> the binge watch Netflix, exactly the house, but that's okay. The crown, <laughs> the crown. I was so upset. Yes. <laughs> so good. So good. Yep. So, okay, let's go to the next question. Um, what book are you currently reading? Well, it's funny. Um, I have a light coach who's like amazing and I love him, but he's like, we always talk about fiction versus nonfiction, nonfiction mm-hmm. right now. Um, and he's like, so many people feel like they have to be reading nonfiction in order to like be growing. And so he, I just finished lamb. Um, it's called, he's, um, Jesus Christ's best friend, Biff growing up or something. It's the funniest story. I'm going to have to get it it down. But the other one, the one I'm actually reading right now, rereading is a nonfiction. It's called the untethered soul. Oh yes. And I, you know, I'm, I'm in it, um, in it to win it. I got to get the lamb one for you. Cause it's hilarious. It was such a great nonfiction. 
Um, Good. I know I read tons of nonfiction, but I'm a life coach as well. So I like, you know, I use it in, I'm always learning about the brain and how people work. Yeah. Have you read Educated? I thought that was lovely. Oh, so good. So I don't know where it is. It's going to be in here. Um, I've just got to get this. This is such a funny, funny (laughs) book. So what I loved about it was, um, it was just great, um, you know, uh, lightness to it. Yeah. See, I love that. And so sometimes you need that. I think lamb, the gospel, according to Biff, Christ's childhood pal. Oh, I love it. Okay. (laughs) So that's what I just finished. Okay, cool. Cool. I love it. Are uh, I know I'm always reading like five books at Me once too. too. It's like so annoying. I, it's very annoying. <laughs> I've been really, I talked about this in my last episode. I think I'm Elena Ferrante, oh. my brilliant friend. Did you get into those? No. Okay. Well, it was like a craze. I'm into okay. it kind of late, um, but Maybe Elena Ferrante, she is uh, Italian author, mm-hmm. but all her books are translated into English, but nobody knows who she is. It's totally a pen name. No oh. one's ever seen her. No one's ever seen her. Um, I mean, I'm sure her publisher, right. possibly, but like, um, so the person that goes on the book tours is the person that translated it to English, but they're so good. And it's, um, it's about female friendship. They're so good. Okay, there's I'll like start those. There's three of them, um, and it's the first one's my brilliant friend. Uh-huh. But I just, I mean, they're thick too. And I just went through the second one. I just bought the third one. I'm like, oh gosh, they're so good. That's but awesome. she just, the way she writes about female friendship in such a beautiful way. But it's just like heart wrenching, and that's just, awesome. It's good. So I love books. Yes, I know. <laughs> Go on and on obsessed. and on about books. <laughs> I know, I know. That's why I always ask. Yeah. I'm like, I just want to know what everybody's reading. Yep. Let's talk about nerd out about books. But I talked about ed- the educated too. That was such, such so a great. Good, so good. Mm-hmm. What a wonderful, amazing woman. Amazing. <laughs> um, okay. And here's another one. What else are you super into right now? You said the crown. It could be anything. I know. Well, ski season is oh, big for us. Big so skier. yeah, I have two boys that compete and oh, we, they do? Yep, That's awesome. big mountain. Oh, so wow. we're gone every single weekend. Oh, wow. um, we're leaving to go to Canada um, for a com- competition. Awesome. So I feel like wow. ski season is, is sort of winter. I love winter and I love snow. <laughs> Being from Alabama, it's weird. I know. <laughs> no, but you're either into it or yeah, you're not. See, I, I'm, I grew up here, but I'm into like desert. Desert. Like no. I want to go back to Texas. Uh, I'm like, I want to like be like Palm warm. Springs. <laughs> I probably would. I probably would. I'm trying to think what else am I super into. Um, I, a podcast? Do you listen to podcasts? I do listen to podcasts. Um, I haven't. There's nothing that's totally been. I've. I mean, I do like Super Soul Sunday. Um, yeah, I that's love always that. good. Yeah, it's fun. But none of them have gotten to me lately. I do Goop's podcasts mm-hmm. a lot. Always and good then, too. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else right now that's. I mean. I've been actually back into design again. So I've been mm, really inspired by um, just being, I've been online a lot. I've mm. been buying like a gazillion magazines. Like I'm just sort of all <sighs> back best. into it. Um, I've got a couple of projects. And so I love that time in my life mm. when it's the beginning. It's my favorite part of the design. Yeah. What is your process? Do you like, do you put stuff on a vision board? Like- um I have. I've done that. Yeah. And actually, it's so funny he just said that because I think <laughs> obviously I'm supposed to because yesterday I was like, I think I want to make that whole wall a vision board. And so for me, it's about um, um, 
I love like the space. Like I, there's so much about design. I love, I love the, um, the space planning. So I like doing the actual drawings. So it's like a puzzle to me and how it all fits in there. So that's super cool when that comes along. Um, right now it's just some bathrooms that we're doing. Um, so it's a little bit more just visual and seeing what's out there and, um, allowing, um, uh, with design, I'm sure it's the same as fashion is you just allow the things to come to you because it might just be like, Oh, I like that one little thing in that one little picture. And I want to make sure I'm remembering that. Mm -hmm. So it is about pulling it all together. And and then, then going from there. And a lot of times it can be just like, Nope, I'm going with this one thing and I'm, I'm running with it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) so that's just sort of how it is. Do you have a favorite era? of design like do you love art deco or i know i'm trying to think 70s i like mixing i i'm so my personal style is incredibly eclectic so i i'm the person who has um my grandmother's antiques Mm -hmm. um you know a french you know 18th century armoire Mm -hmm. and then uh like a lucite table yeah that's (laughs) me too like it's it's very eclectic (laughs) i my whole design philosophy is if you love it um, it is going to fit into It'll your work. space and that is how yeah. it's going to be. Yeah. So I would say, I just don't really have a favorite era. Like, yeah. cause when it gets too stylized, like it's like everything has to have the French country chicken in it. I'm like, Oh yeah. Too much. No. You know? I mean, I like seeing it like in movies yeah, or something like when everything's art deco you're yeah. like oh my god you know but like I don't yeah I wouldn't want my I mean I love things like from the um the 19th century like mm-hmm. I love like period pieces from like yeah. England or you know just yeah. old I mean I grew up in Germany it's old oh and yeah. so when you like there's a lot of Germany that was bombed and so it's really modern but then you've got a lot of yeah. like you know my my school that I went to was a a monastery from the 12th century and with like you know plaster relief on the ceiling so you're just like this is so amazing the details like how did they do that I don't know <laughs> it's amazing without electricity I know it's like insane it's insane it's it so really insane. is that was one thing I liked about Denver is the the architecture yeah Austin doesn't have that no at all well, it's too new right it's too new uh-huh. yeah like there were a couple of houses that were like a hundred years old, right. but like they were like going to be torn down or whatever. But like my house I live in is a hundred over a hundred yeah, years see, old. Like, uh, the, like, I'm like, if I ever have to move, I want to like literally drag this house. I, so I went to college in new Orleans and I oh, just love the yeah. architecture there. Like yeah, the high see, ceilings, the, see the same thing. It's the ornament. It's the wraparound porches. Yep. Like, and it's the details. Like to me, mm-hmm. like so often we, even in a modern home, um, that you're building, you can't forget about those small little details. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I have this great um, kitchen designer, um, Scott Sylvester, who's also a Kundalini um, oh, cool. teacher. And it was funny, like he and I designed my kitchen together in my current house. Um, and I was all fine and dandy. I got did a great job with space <laughs> planning and whatever. And of course, he's like sweetly guiding me. He knew all along what it was supposed to be. And then... Um, he said, now let me take over from here. And it's what he does for a living. So I was like, like, okay, great. (laughs) And so he comes back and he's, you know, just added trim pieces and little pieces here and there. And by adding those small little pieces, they're not, um, something that you always think about. It changes the whole way the Mm. space feels. And I think that to me is what, um, a lot of our newer homes, we, we are, 
you know, instantaneous in our society. We want things to be really fast. And so I think it's important to remember it's the little, those little pieces, they, they make things important. So. Yeah, I know. My dad has this like awesome Adobe house and I was like, Oh, am I going to keep this? Like when he's gone. And then I was like, I'm going to paint the inside all black. Oh, that would be like cool. black Adobe. Cause he has like the cool Kiva. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's so cool. I, was like, I think it would look so, and then it's like black and then like all the big wood, the wood, pieces. the beams and the stuff. Beams. That's so yeah. cool. I was like, this would be really cool. I know. I love design too. I love Pinterest. I was Me like, on Pinterest. Yeah. I was like, nerd I can't believe I still nerd out on it me too I went crazy the other night because I was like kind of looking for an office I think for my nice for my life coaching Uh I was like maybe I need a space because I work from home and it's like kind of not working but look here I that's what I was wondering because they did have space they do we should um I we should put you in touch okay it's a great because I knew some girls had a little thing down they there. do but there's the so massage. many different places they're always looking for tenants and it's such a beautiful place oh, and gosh, I'm getting yeah and there's such a great landlords and so okay good yeah it's been a gift for kyd for sure yeah for sure mm-hmm. i definitely want to do that yeah, yeah but i was yeah I'm i did yeah. yeah i made a vision board too oh, i like took my pinterest and then i like made it into a vision oh, board i know some people that. are like vision boards don't work but Oh, have you really to see it to believe it? Uh-huh. Like when I first moved to Denver, I did a vision board and everything on my vision board <laughs> came to fruition. Mine. It may have taken a year, maybe even yeah. two years, oh. but it all mine came about have worked. I yeah. have, I did one actually this year with my girlfriends cause it's crazy because so we have a place up in the mountains and that's where my vision board have been living. And like one day I looked at one of them, I was like, Holy moly, everything on here See? has come to be. Yeah. Cause I think it's like, um, I heard this girl, um, I follow her, um, manifestation yeah. to be magnetic uh-huh. and um she says it's seeing to believe agree so like expanders like uh even people like you could be my expander right. you know like you oh, you did your own designing so like for someone that wants to do design right. you know just seeing to believing that you can if they can have it you can have it right. too and I really believe that but I always thought vision board too like you're seeing it it's there it's a photo of someone Especially that you're did a visual it. person I'm a very visual Me too. person as well. So like yeah. if you're not, some people like can hear and they're more audible. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, no, no, <laughs> I need to see it. <laughs> Me too. Me too. So, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love the Pinterest. Okay. I think that is it. But um, if you want to tell everybody, every bone, everyone cannot talk today. If you want to tell everyone where they can find you. I like my email or how or like if you're on social media your company my company is Tyler Interiors I'm on Mm -hmm. house Mm -hmm. um which talk about um what is that uh, maybe I shouldn't tell you about it tell me I want to (laughs) um it's uh interiors basically Pinterest interiors but it's um it's different designers and different people upload different things um and an app it's uh, uh, it's actually on your computer. Oh, okay. H o u z z. Oh wait, yeah. Oh, I haven't gone down. I know what you're talking about. You should about. go okay. down that road. Okay. Because <laughs> you can be like, I like this style. I like. I want it for offices, and yeah. you can just go down it and create oh. these idea books, and it's really fun. Oh, okay. Yeah, totally doing. No, it. No, I right. love that. Um, and see, where else um, am I? I'm on Instagram, Tyler okay. Traff, and then I sort of. 
every now and then, if I'm being smart, I do run <laughs> Kundalini Yoga Denver's um, Instagram. <laughs> oh, yeah. But not Facebook. I don't do Facebook. I used to do the Facebook. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's hard to keep hard up to with keep it. It's hard to keep up it. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but those are sort of my things. Awesome. And, uh, of course, you can always find me um, at Kundalini Yoga Denver, and you can contact me this way, too. Awesome. Anything you want to add? Anything for the new year? No, I just, I feel like it's about um, just thank you for asking me to do this. Yes, it's super cool. And I just feel like for the new year, I think that if we just more open, we can be to these great experiences, allowing yeah. life to unfold. They're really there for eyes for the taking and just, you know, continue on doing your work and then <laughs> all will come to you. Yes. Do the work, people. That's what I think. Well, that was a beautiful ending. Thank you so much for coming on. Satnam. Satnam. Thank you for joining us today. And if you like this episode and this podcast, please subscribe to Aquarian Living and leave us a review. We would love to hear from you and hope you join us for the next episode.